hello everyone. This is Robert Edward Herring, or Red Herring for short. Welcome back to Gone Fishing. I'm here with my co-host. Catherine Fish, but you can call me Cat. And we have some fun emails and stories for you today, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we jump into it, how are you doing, Cat? I am doing quite well, ready for this work week to be over, ready to get to the weekend, but otherwise doing great. How are you? Oh, same. Good. I'm good. <laughs> I, it's at the time of this recording, we're in October and I'm, I'm oh. loving being in October and mm-hmm. the fall and no longer being a thousand degrees every day. Oppressed by the heat. <laughs> I got to break out a sweater for the first time early this week and- wow. It was great. I loved it. Beautiful. Very much a Beautiful. sweater person. So you are. And you pull them off better than most, I must say. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure our listeners agree. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they do. They they all speak for them. I do love sweaters. I don't buy I don't buy summer clothes. Hardly ever. I I don't like summer clothes and summer attire, and I just don't really update my summer wardrobe very often. But then I'll buy more sweaters and things like that every year. So I have a lot a lot of those things to to cycle through. Yeah, I um, I think I mentioned this on the show, but I recently moved to the south. And I did, in fact, bring many, many sweaters with me that I don't anticipate to wear. However, it has gotten chilly here in the morning. It's like down to like low 50s. So I've been wearing a sweatshirt to work. There you go. Which has brought me immeasurable joy. If nothing else, you can just like hang them around your house as like And just pretend. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just look at "Hmm, them. I I bought this. in whatever remember when i thrifted that one oh those are the days (laughs) honestly the people down there probably are not very familiar with seeing sweaters so to them it might be a novelty no but what's funny is the second it drops below 60 people are pulling out their coats oh my gosh like wild yeah and i'm eager to wear sweaters and sweatshirts for like the nostalgia of missing like my Mm -hmm. midwestern fall home um, but here they're just babies. <laughs> they're just not accustomed to cooler weather at all. Incredible. But I'm, I'm thriving. I'm loving it. Well, I am glad that you're loving it. And oh, you, you too. speak of the devil. I'm getting a scam call on my phone right now. You should but, answer it. Oh, uh, I, I mean, oh, it's gone. I missed ah! it. Sorry. Next time. <laughs> They heard me. They're on. I know they they come quick. They don't usually let it ring the whole time. They usually only I think because they're probably going through so many numbers. They probably just like let it ring <laughs> like two or three guy. times, and then they're like, "Okay, next." They didn't pick up. Oh so, my gosh. Um, I've gotten a lot of them recently, though. I've been ignoring them. I need to start playing with them again. But actually, I've gotten a couple. I had one today. Mm. Come to think of it, but I was at work, so I couldn't like. I wonder, if, I wonder why. I wonder what the we'll have to do a data grind sometime and see if there's like a pattern of when scam calls are like at their peak. Like if there's a specific time of year, a specific time each month. Like I wonder I, if they have like cycles. I think they do because in some of my research for some of the scam stories we've done, I remember seeing there's certain holidays have certain peaks for different mm-hmm. kinds of scams. So I would imagine that that would make sense. 
Yeah, or like just like regular cyclical events, like phone scams probably circle mm-hmm. around, you know. I would guess Christmas is probably a big one. Yeah. Yeah, when people are traveling and stuff more and mm-hmm. they can use that as a cover. I need money. Yeah. I'm trapped at the airport or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I'll have to look into that. I'm sure somebody's probably done research on it to try to figure it out. Probably. It's, it's got to be out there somewhere. I'm sure it's one yeah. Google search away, but I have it's not so taken that, that effort yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. anyway. Well, speaking, speaking of scams, I get to read the first email. Are you ready? You do. Yes, I'm very ready. <clears throat> From Ms. Peggy Chan. Hmm. Email address, though, reads jasonkai655 at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> um, subject line says, contact me soon. And the email says, hello, friend. I am Ms. Peggy Chan. I have a business deal I wish to execute with you. Therefore, I solicit your cooperation to be in collaboration with me to have this done. This is real, and I hope you will be interested. On hearing from you, I shall furnish you with more details on what to do next. I await your urgent response. Regards, Ms. Peggy Chan. My favorite line, hands down, is, this is real. (laughs) Just just to verify. She really just soothed all of my suspicions. That's all she had to say. Yep. I believe you, Peggy. Also, that first line is very redundant. It's like a lot of the same thing being said. Yeah, in like three different ways. It's kind of the same thing. It's like Purd from Parks and Rec. (laughs) Yeah. We will now begin the beginning of our program by (laughs) starting it. And you're like, got it. (laughs) Roger that. Got it. Yeah, I would say she's trying to reach some kind of word count, but it's such a short email. It is, yeah. The... Well, I'll save I'll save these thoughts for when I give it a rating. But if you want to jump on in and go ahead and uh, score this, sure. One, yeah, what do you think ABC's. about Miss Peggy's work? Peggy Chan sounds. I don't know why that name sounds. I don't know if familiar is the right word, but it does roll off the tongue. It's a fun, it is catchy. Peggy Chan. Yeah. Um. She sounds like a cute gal. Yeah, and even if she also goes by Jason Kai. Um, <laughs> Alter ego, frat dude. One day, like yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. She's just maybe she maybe it's her Halloween alter ego. Maybe she likes to wear a ski mask sometimes, or you know whatever. That's Jason, right? I don't remember anymore. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The like the Halloween horror monster yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. But hockey anyway, mask, the hockey mask. Yeah. Is that Jason? Am I remembering? Mm-hmm. I, I get them all mixed up. I don't remember like Halloween versus Friday the 13th and all that. I can't keep straight the the boogeyman's, but I think I think he's the hockey mask guy. Okay. Anyway, now that we've <laughs> definitely <laughs> we um yeah, beat that to death here. Um, uh, like Jason probably would. Um, <laughs> Miss Peggy Chan. I so ABC is the the contact me soon subject line is fine i guess i don't know it doesn't really it's not necessarily attention grabbing but it's not not attention grabbing it's pretty mid it's like yes hmm. hello friend um hi 
I don't know. There's not a lot here that's very attention grabbing, but it's not. No. Again, it's not not attention grabbing. It's pretty average, pretty. I'm just going to say four, you know, okay. it didn't yeah, wow me, yeah. but it's not bad. Okay. Um, For believability. I mean, this is real and I hope you will be interested. <laughs> Sounds believable to me. Um, Take your word for that, Peggy. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to dissect to give you too much context here. I await your urgent response. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's, it, I mean, it, it feels pretty short-sighted. I feel like if someone was trying to have an urgent matter with you, that they would give you the upfront information rather than being like, I need you to contact me urgently to get the, I feel like you'd be like, Hey, this is urgent. Here's the information you need to know. Please respond. Yeah. So yeah. that yeah. cuts down on the believability a little bit. So maybe like a four again, it's just like, yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah. And then call to action. I await your urgent response. Um, you know, uh, this is real. I hope you will be interested. <laughs> the charisma. I just love that line. Um, I just keep <laughs> coming back to it. It's just so funny to me. So I'm giving points for that because I think it's funny. Um, but Peggy Chan, business deal, solicit your cooperation to be in collaboration with me to have this done. Um so many words. that's a lot. But I I like the this is real line and <laughs> you know I like the name Peggy Chan. There's something about the name Peggy Chan that I'm I'm for. I I like it. Good good fake definitely real name choice there. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm gonna give that real. yeah I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give that one a, a six okay, out of ten okay. because I like All the right. name and I like that line. I think it's fun. But there's not a lot of meat here. I mean I don't really know what I'm even talking about the word furnish is a fun little line too i will furnish you with the with more details Ooh, that's okay what yeah that for me not so much at first glance but when you read through the email that was what was most attention grabbing for me was the formality of mm -hmm. the like writing in this email because linguistically it was all correct like there were no grammatical errors in it they used these formal words properly even if it was a little like muddy like if mm -hmm. i were editing it i'd be like okay you could you need to simplify the whole first subject or the whole first sentence but but it makes sense and like i kind of like that they threw in some like above average vocabulary yeah Maybe I'll bump my believability up to a five because it doesn't. Oh, wow, it's spicy. <laughs> I know. It doesn't feel like it was like thrown through a like translate grinder situation. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like churning out like words. It does feel like it was written in English, not yes. translated like by over. An English speaker. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I'll bump my believability up to five for that. There you go. Do a little I... shoulder bop. Bop, 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 bop to the top. That's right. Um, I think for me, the attention grabbing is going to be, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a five because I like the language choice. And like you said, it it, it doesn't feel like it was translated poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> One other observation that I think is just so funny is like the name Ms. Peggy Chan. I feel like is subconsciously the exact opposite persona of what the email address 
indicates with like this Jason guy. Like to me, I feel like they were, they like took this email. I don't know if they stole it or like Mm -hmm. how that came to be. And they're like, hmm, we need a really nice persona. And so they're mm-hmm. like, let's do an opposites thing. And so then they came up with like Ms. Peggy Chan. Um, and then that that was kind of as far as their thought process went because they obviously aired on the side of less is more, which we had an email like that last time where it was mm-hmm. very like super vague. They didn't actually bother to come up with a scam other than a, a reach out. Yeah. Uh, which cuts down on the charisma a little bit or the call to action because it's like, I'm not quite sure what you're asking me to do. Right. But believe, so believability wise, I'm going to give it a. F- I'm going to give it a four. And then for charisma call to action clickability yeah logistically it doesn't make sense that if it was so urgent they gave you zero info and asked you to reach out to them so like that's Mm -hmm. just suspicious but i'm gonna give it mm, a little sus it is a little sus but i just assume everything is sus (laughs) but (laughs) i'll give it a that's why we do what we do that is why we're here right now so (laughs) let's see um, I think our average is going to be like yeah, 15.5. No, that's not bad. No. Just over just just over halfway. So. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Go Peggy. Great. <laughs> Go Peggy. Go Peggy. <laughs> so, Kat, my email's a little different this time. Still on okay. brand, but this one popped up in my inbox. Brand of scam. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like adjacent to, it's not a person. So this one came in oh. and it's just subject lined hair straightener information, colon, potential compensation. Oh, a class action lawsuit scam? <laughs> yeah, basically. So also I love that it has like a some rhyming going on in the subject line, yeah. which is fun. Um, but yeah, so this comes from the consumer claim assistance, mm. ma- allegedly, whose email address is infodxv at travail-independent.biz with a Z. Wow. Yeah. Which nice. sounds very legitimate. So This is real. <laughs> right. This is basically like an, a government entity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dot org dot biz dot gov whatever same thing yeah uh the time is now to file your hair straightener injury claim and this is hyperlinked um and in very large text and then below in normal size text if you or a loved one developed ovarian endometrial or uterine cancer after using chemical-based hair straightening or relaxing products, oh. you may be eligible for significant financial compensation. Oh my gosh. Do I qualify? Another hyperlink. <laughs> Studies have shown that certain chemicals found in hair relaxers and straighteners can increase the risk of developing these types of cancer. Take our free quiz claim review now. Also hyperlinked. If you wish to no longer receive these emails, click here. Or, I'm sorry, go here. Another hyperlink. 
You can also write to us at 2549 East Bluff Drive, number 737, Newport Beach, California, 92660. And then there was a picture that was somehow involved, like embedded in the email, but my email provider has already uh, removed that photo. I can't oh, see it. Oh, okay. It says the image like does not exist. And then click here to remove yourself from our email list with another hyperlink. But all the hyperlinks <laughs> so seem, hyperlinks. so many hyperlinks, they all seem to go to the same place when I Did hover you click over on them. It? Oh. No, I hovered. No, no. I, <laughs> I hovered over them and they all have the same link, which is some creative slash club dot online. And then like, a million numbers and letters behind Ooh, it. Ooh, sketchy. So that is wow. my email. So it's it's not from an individual. It's from the consumer claim assistance. It's an entity. Right. I, okay, when you read the subject line, I definitely thought I was talking about like a straightening iron, like a flat iron. Yes. And I was like, how in the world could you make a lawsuit for like a medical injury from a straightening iron. I was that so wasn't confused. burning yourself. Yeah. yeah I was like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, but now knowing that it was like a chemical based straightener. I relaxer, didn't even know that. I guess I'm just naive. I had no idea that that was the thing. Oh yeah. It's super a thing. I mean, I've heard of like perms. So is it like a it's reverse like the perm? Opposite. Yeah. Basically, just, is that what that is? Okay. Literally. It. Yeah. It like, it just basically like strips your curls out of your okay. hair, um, which is yeah. Well, also all the all the cancers that they're talking about seem to be like below the waist, which and very, is also like, feminine based. Yeah, which is also interesting because I don't know, like that just seems not correlated at all. But I, I think guess the, it, in theory it could be. But I think the correlation. At least for, I mean, okay, what they're saying, what they're claiming might be true, mm -hmm. but what I think they're also hoping to capture more with this is a demographic. Yeah, true. Yeah, that makes women, sense. Because the yeah. majority of people chemically straightening their hair are probably women. Mm -hmm. And also those types of like ovarian cancer is fairly common amongst women, obviously. So like sure. there, there's like a direct demographic correlate mm -hmm. with that. And that's probably... Well, and everyone's heard of like ovarian. Like I feel like ovarian cancer is mm -hmm. one of the... It's like breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like well, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, actually. Right. So Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored, but... Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like it's one, of the, it's one of the ones that you you hear more about. I feel like there's more awareness campaigns for. It's like ovarian cancer and breast cancer yeah. and for men it's prostate cancer mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like or you hear all cancer. of that or lung cancer like yeah. those are the ones you hear the most about I feel mm -hmm. like these Definitely. other ones I'm like well I don't I don't know as much about like endometrial cancer uh that's also I yeah. like womenly cancer right but I just don't you don't like I haven't like no it's not talked about very one. much yeah 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 so it's like interesting tactic interesting. with the yeah so and, and hopefully I pronounced all these medical terms correctly I always get nervous when I see like any sort of <laughs> medical term and I'm like oh my god it's like health class all over again but we were forced <laughs> no! to read out loud no. uh, <laughs> it was a horrible time um, oh my gosh but I'll let you get into the rating unless you have any other thoughts. 
No. Okay. So attention grabbing. Uh, I will give this one a higher score because it's very clickbaity. It's like a it, good old fashioned yeah. clickbait ad email scam. We haven't we haven't come across too many of this kind, but I definitely have seen them before. Um, so I'm gonna give it like a seven for attention grabbing because I like the subject line. And I like how it starts. Um, it's very much like an infomercial. Yeah, it's very infomercially. Um, so I like I'm gonna give it a seven for the attention grabbing for believability. I mean, it sounds like those commercials you see on TV that have to be legit, right? Like right. all of the call the Goldwater law firm now, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I was waiting for like a a like a law firm to be named in it somewhere, but it yeah. never was. Yeah. Um, but so the but the believability goes down quite a bit for me because like looking at this email. Um, it's, it doesn't look official in any way. It looks no. very much like a 1998 word. Yes. That's about all I have to say about that. Like, it's just like text. It's just text and hyperlinks. That's all it is. That's literally it. And, and, a, and, and a, a photo that photo. I'm not allowed to see anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Believability is low on this. Also, looking at the email of, of the sender is like, <laughs> it just looks so sketchy. Like, <laughs> stranger danger. It has all email. the ick. Yeah. Yeah. Super icky. The whole thing feels icky to me. It's like walking into a pawn shop, is what this email feels like reading it. <laughs> Best I can do is hyperlink. <laughs> precisely um also hyperlinks just always always beware um so i'm gonna give it a three for believability um and charisma there's not charisma but they're definitely pulling on that like gotcha approach of like infomercials yes like the the time is now to file your claim, get your money, significant financial compensation. Like it's just very mm-hmm. like used car dealery of a like sense of urgency is kind of what they're trying to push you towards. I guess. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very act now. Urgent. Mm-hmm. Scary. Oh no. Scary. Like. Yeah. Messaging. Ah. Uh, Almost like getting bullied into clicking on one of their links. Right. But I will say their call to action is interesting because they have like multiple uh, entry points for you to to click. So it's like the do I qualify link and take our free quiz claim review now. Like there's, there's different entry points. So like whatever your question is about or whatever kind of like piques your interest, I guess, or... Like that's what you can click on. So they have multiple options, which is interesting. So I will give them a little bit more points for that uh, call to action wise. So I'll give them a five for that because that is an interesting tactic. I was trying to hover over one of the links to show you on the screen Uh share, but I guess when I'm screen sharing, it no longer shows me the 
it doesn't show me what the link goes to. So man, zoom, fix it. Um, uh, yeah. (laughs) So I guess for me, I do think that the headline or the subject line is attention grabbing because I just randomly like saw it while I was, I was like, Ooh, this looks spammy. But also like, (laughs) I was like, Oh, this looks spammy. Like it wasn't like genuinely attention grabbing. So there's that. How often do you see the words hair straightener as like the lead into an email? True. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give it a five because it's attention grabbing, but maybe not in the best way. And I like that it rhymes. (laughs) Information compensation. Yeah. But most of that, most of that rating is coming just from the subject line. Consumer claim assistance. I mean, the name sounds legit, but then the email as you've, yeah, that's just complete turn off and then yeah. yeah believability as you said the formatting is bad everything's just like in centered text and then everything <laughs> yeah. is everything is in different sized font so you've yeah. got the really big opening and then normal size and then a little bigger and then normal again and then a little bigger and then small <laughs> and then really small and it's just like uh, pick a pick a font like <laughs> pick a size size yeah please. like please just like highlight like highlight select all 12 like yeah, but like okay but like this is how we would have typed an email like as a kid right or like true. in middle school yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's why it's it's it feels very old yes that's everything true. about it feels dusty to me <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So I'm giving it a five for attention, for believability and everything we've said. I, I, it's not believable at all. But like, this no. is something I feel like we all have a relative who would probably fall for this. Again, but dusty. that relative. Yes. <laughs> but that, yeah, but I'm going to, but, but that relative is not someone who has probably updated their email address since like night, like, 1999 or like 2002 Mm-mm. or something right. so they're still on aol right yeah they're probably lonely in those chat rooms uh <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah so this is this is not believable this is a this is a two i guess because at least at least the as we said in the last one as well the the grammar is fine there's mm-hmm. nothing atrocious about the language itself it's just not good so i'm giving it a two yeah and then for call to action i mean it's just like click the link oh by the way click the link oh by the way click the link <laughs> hey have you clicked the link yet <laughs> here's also, another if wanna, one <laughs> if you want to unsubscribe click here oh it's the same <laughs> link though so uh that's a very clear call to action but yeah. In direct contrast with the charisma. So it nullifies <laughs> itself out, I think. And so that'll just be that'll just be a uh five. Okay. You know what we're supposed to do, but click the link. Very, very <laughs> annoyingly. So <sighs> so that's my that's my final ruling. And I will not appeal or allow an appeal. So <laughs> Okay, so our average for this one was 13.5. Oh, okay. We actually had decent scores for these. Yeah, they I to be I mean I think 
the like grammar has a mm-hmm. lot to do with that. But That's they true. were also like kind of different tactics, especially yours from like a lot of the ones that we've read or have gotten. Yeah, we've never had quite so many hyperlinks before. So that does set the record for the most hyperlinks in one email. That's for sure. Yeah. Wowza. All right. I'm very excited for your story. So. Okay, well, let's get to it then. So as you mentioned, Red, at the top of the episode, we are in mid-October, counting down the days till Halloween. So I... It's a spooky month. (laughs) That's the most wonderful time of the year, in my opinion. Um, And so I was like, okay, what's something kind of like Halloween-y? So I, I did a psychic scam episode a long time ago yes but we haven't talked about scams from beyond the grave <gasps> Ooh, okay i'm excited so the federal trade commission said that if there was a scammers hall of shame this one would make the top 10 list wow yeah that is quite a accolade yeah (laughs) yeah right Mm. congratulations but in reverse (laughs) yeah exactly so uh enter scene there was a woman who had recently lost her husband sadly Mm. um and she as she was making funeral arrangements one day she got a a phone call from the funeral home that was handling their um, cremation. The man on the phone. Sorry, they keep calling. This is, I've, I've gotten two more while we've been recording. What? They are... You've got to answer the next one if it happens again. Okay, I will, but I hate to, I don't want to interrupt. Continue. Okay, okay. Back to, back to Sorry. the. Sorry, she got a call from scam. the funeral home. Yes. Um, and it was a man telling her that he she needed to make a deposit for um like insurance purposes, something about it was urgent. She owed him five thousand dollars, but she could pay in installments of twenty five hundred and she could use like <laughs> Apple Pay. So she um like said that he was really personable on the phone. He, you know, mm-hmm. all the things. Um, she tried to make the payments, but her bank flagged them as suspicious. Good for them. Um, yeah. And so anyway, she ended up talking to him on the phone again to try to sort it out. Her son, this woman's son, overheard her on the phone and like told her to hang up immediately. Apparently, there is a scam tactic that's becoming really, really popular now like in 2023 has has really taken off Mm. where scammers will read obituaries from the newspaper or or you know however you find them i guess on facebook whatever funeral homes whatever Yeah. yeah and so they take these obituaries from funeral homes of like like the new ones and they will like spoof their phone number to be from the funeral home. And then they call the family members of the deceased in the obituary, oh pretending gosh. to be the funeral home and asking for money. That is so mean. Isn't it awful? Like, <laughs> smart. Gotta say that. 
that, but terrible. It's, it's savvy, but it's awful. So, savvy and savage. Yeah. So one, there was a, another instance where um, there, Hope, her name was Hope. She was a funeral director um, in Alabama, and she was with the family preparing for a visitation when the wife of the deceased received a call on her phone, and the caller ID said it was the funeral home. And so she answered mm-hmm. it. And the man on the other end told her, you know, hi, my name's Blake Chandler, who was the director of the funeral home. Okay. And the woman was like super confused. So she handed the phone to the woman that was working with them. Um, And the woman, Hope, who worked at the funeral home, let him knew that Blake was her brother. (laughs) And she knew that that wasn't him. And so he immediately hung up. And, um... There was another woman, and this woman is, this is funny. Her name is Denise. And her mother died. um, So they were scheduling her funeral and blah, blah, blah. And um, her father received a phone call from a man saying that he worked for a funeral home and they needed to put down some money, blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. she took the phone from her dad and was like, what is this deposit for? And he said something about it being for insurance in case anything were to happen. Mm-hmm. She was like definitely on to him. And so she hung up, called the funeral home and confirmed that it was a bogus call. And her quote in this article is saying, I wish this guy would have called back. I was planning to tell him I'll pay him the 200, but it's going to be in cash. So he has to meet me somewhere. And then his family would be planning his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. He's spicy. Um, but essentially it's yeah, it's like become a really common scam thing that's happening now. And so they're preying on people in like really vulnerable times. Mm. Um, I mean, and of course, people have been using like the deceased to do scams for like disability payouts, like opening credit cards in their names, all the things. So that's not necessarily like using the deceased as a scam is not a new thing, but now with the ability to like spoof phone numbers on demand and things like that, it's gotten incredibly easy and being having access to the internet to like find these obituaries from Mm -hmm. these funeral homes. Like it's all interesting. Right there. I mean, I personally, all of the spam calls that I always get are, are they funeral homes? No, they're oh. <laughs> they're nothing that clever. They're always yeah. just like the robo calls or mm-hmm. they're the, uh, like the voice detect, you know, and it's like, Ugh, hi, yeah. this is Sherry with whatever. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. And they're like, it's like, how are you today? And you'll be like, I'm bad. And they'll be like, great. Uh, like I always get the like robo ones or the ones where it's like hi this is Amazon I'm calling because Uh like blah 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 or it's like oh you want a free trip like I always get like the very basic like obviously scam ones I've never gotten like a clever I've never gotten a clever one where they're like gone intentionally out of their way to specifically target me right like as an individual I've I've never never which like I guess that's good but yeah yeah right right (laughs) Yeah, I've I've never interacted with a person like a real life human either, other than like uh I remember actually oh I wish I remembered more of the story now, but I remember in like high school 
my dad got a spam call and it was someone trying to pretend to be like, oh, it was, it was someone with a Jamaican accent claiming that they were from the Department of the Treasury. Oh, okay. Trying to get money from my dad. And he did the whole, like, he he knew my dad knew obviously it was a scam immediately. Yep. Yep. And but he was kind of playing along and just having a conversation with the guy. And he was like, Okay, what's your manager's name? And this guy mm-hmm. in a Jamaican accent said, Um, John Washington. And my dad Good was like, Josh, Okay, John Washington. I'd, I'd like to talk to John Washington. And so the guy, like, very obviously, like, he was like, Okay. I'll go get him. I'll be right back. And he just like paused and waited and you could like still hear the background noise on the phone. And then he came back on the phone and pretended like a different accent. Yes. (laughs) Different guy. He's like, hello, this is John Washington in like an American accent or something. It was, it was, and my dad literally started laughing at him on the phone. He's like, as he should really come on now i love the hustle but like no i know i know that's incredible i love that i mean i've i've played with people and pretended to be different people like scammer like i've played with scammers and like pretended to be like multiple people just for the and they (laughs) like they obviously know and it's like it's like a game of chicken and i'm like i'm i'm gonna make you hang up on me like a situation (laughs) That's like the, it's like the, no, I know this is ridiculous. I know this is terrible for you, but I'm going to make you hang up on me. Oh, how the (laughs) turntables. So I I love that he was trying and I love that your dad just like made him keep going. Yeah. He was like, (laughs) okay, bet. Yeah. How ridiculous can you make this situation before you give up? Yeah. Yeah. Which it's not hard to do. Like it doesn't take long. But yeah, it's, it's wild fake. that people are going out of their way to target, like to to masquerade as funeral homes, and like it's pretty I mean, low. It's very low. Like these, we're already low if we're talking about phone scams, and then yeah, like, right. Jumping right. on top of that to be like we're gonna target people who recently lost a, a family member or something. Um, yeah, but and then steal like, their money. It's I mean, but it makes. Like, it's clever in the sense that they're able to mask, like, they take the effort to find out the name of yeah, this right. funeral home, to find out the phone number, to mask it, yes. to find the director, you know, like mm-hmm. to find that person. They do their and research, obviously. They're doing so much research for one call. Like, that's... Yeah. Like one I mean, it's like potential... five minutes of work, probably. It's probably all in that, you know, Google summary when you right. look up the name. But like still, like it's like you have to go through all that effort just for one call and hope that it goes well versus the mass calling of just, you know, we we call thousands of people and we hope that we get three hits, you know, yeah. like three people to fall for it kind of thing. So yeah. it's interesting. I'll give you one more quick one too. Speaking of yes. uh, just to, to tack on to the the um the death scam theme i also heard about a story actually a couple stories apparently this is happening more often you know how people will take cremains and put them in like jewelry or art or things you know like pottery mm-hmm. there are people who are pretending to be artists and will get I know a people- lot of those 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, that's it. That's a scam. That's all I had to say. No, um, they will pretend to, they'll pose as artists. And then when people ship the ashes to the artist, they hold mm. them for ransom. Oh my gosh. And, unless they pay them more, then they threaten to like destroy them. Wow. Petty. Very. And now that to me is a different, that's a, that's a different like breed of scammer. That's much more sinister than the ones that we encounter on our podcast usually. That's just, but also who's doing that? I don't know. Not to like offend anyone, but like, I don't think I would be sending off. Oh, (laughs) like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's not for me. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but I guess for some people it is. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess I can see it. I just, I don't know. I would think I would want to be very careful about something like that. Yeah. That's wild, though. Be like, oh, I'm going to hold this for ransom now. Thanks. It's literally like they're cremains. Like, it's it's not like you're holding, like, a a Netflix login hostage. (laughs) This was, like... Up like a it's, person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's super icky, but yeah, there's so there's your like creepy spooky. death spooky scams for the mm-hmm. season of Halloween. Funeral home mayhem. My goodness. Wild. Funeral homes are just I mean, also like nobody's in a funeral. I mean, unless you work there, I guess, but like otherwise, like, you know, every I feel like everyone's view of those places is obviously tainted because they're only there for funerals. Yeah. But like, they're just very, I don't know, the more, the more pleasant they try to make them, the less they are. <laughs> like <laughs> You're trying too like, hard. I've been in funeral homes where they literally try to make it look like a house. And it's like, that's weird. I don't, I don't that like somehow that. somehow makes it worse. Yeah. It makes it like even more foreign like a- and strange. Yeah. And like, oh, why am I like? It's like the li- it's like the lobby, but it's also like a living a room. Living room. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. why is this the way it is? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just feels like I get it. They're trying to make it less feel feel less like sterile, sterile. Or businessy, mm-hmm. or whatever. But also, it's just like I don't know. Don't like, make it I- homey. I don't want to live here. <laughs> right, but then it's like you know, no one lives there. So then there's that yeah. weird like like dissonance of like yeah oh, it looks like a home but nobody lives here which is also weird and also there's like and it's still a funeral 80 home. people in this home right now yeah, yeah. That's, for some reason has just like an extra wing on the end that has chairs <laughs> like, right <laughs> but um strange yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that's fascinating though i again a lot of effort for minimal result but yeah i know yeah i don't know instead of just I don't know. You could go just be a get telemarketer, a I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just go get a legitimate job. Yo. Well, thank you for that. That's uh, very interesting. Now I know if I get welcome. calls from a funeral home, not to believe it. Or yeah, to check I mean, my facts, at least. I think you would probably know if you were doing business with a funeral home or not anyway, currently. True. Also <laughs> true. Yeah. Like if if I got a random call from a funeral home, I'd be like, mm, neat. They're probably not doing like cold calls. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think it is really research. Like they have to know who they're calling. Do you know anyone who's probably gonna die soon? <laughs> we thought we'd oh, like to call now to <laughs> right. see if you qualify. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Although I have seen, <laughs> this, like... I have seen funeral home billboards, and I have seen cremation uh, billboards, which is, but a whole other topic to of. Oh, we got to talk about that sometime. It's yeah. One of them is like, don't. It, it was like an elephant, and it was like, don't ignore the elephant in the room. Like, be ready for when you die, basically. And I was like, ooh, weird. Like, do you make reservations for cremation? Like, I don't. Is that a thing? Like, I don't. I don't really feel like that's how that works. But okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just very strange. It's not what you want to see when you're driving down the highway at like 70 miles an hour. But especially not like on your morning commute. You're like, (laughs) fascinating though. Yeah, Yeah. because it's a business that will always be in need. So I don't really know why they need to. There is incredible job security. In, in the funeral home business, yes. Yeah, in anything related to death. Mm, like Halloween. Such as Halloween. Which I don't know if we'll record again before Halloween or not. So if we don't, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Even if it is on a Tuesday this year, do what? enjoy. What? Stay safe. Eat enjoy some candy. Some candy. Yep. Yeah, maybe some... Scary movies, if that's your thing, or not so scary movies, if you're me. <laughs> don't hide things in children's candy. Don't do that. Please don't. That's a scam. Um, that's <laughs> also a, very bad a crime. Scam. <laughs> also a crime. Well, yes. Uh, uh, I like the memes that are like, all the like, I found this in my <gasps> child's candy. Those are so funny. I saw one the other day and it was about Christmas and it was like, Parents beware. I looked through my child's candy and I found Mariah Carey's Christmas album <laughs> inside the, the candy. <laughs> That's a good and like, one. Yeah, it was funny. That's um, funny. Yeah, those are hilarious. But yeah, if you are doing something fun for Halloween, if you have a cool costume, let us know. Halloween is, yeah. you know, it's kind of a scam in the sense that you're pretending to be someone you're not. So it's like one night of the year where you get to scam other people and pretend to be something that you're not. Yeah, exactly. And there's free yeah. candy. So it's great. So <laughs> if you have a cool costume or something, you should let us know. You can read, reach out to us at uh, gonefishingpod at gmail.com or at the Instagram, which is also. Gone Fishing Pod, fishing with yeah. a PH, of course. Obviously. And we'd love to see your costumes or hear about your spooky, festive things that you're doing for Halloween. Or if you have any scams that you've experienced personally or have any scam emails or any sort of scam-related content, feel free to shoot us uh, the message at one of those places. Send it our way. We want to hear That's it. all I got. Any final thoughts, Kat? Uh, no, this is good. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Stay safe out there.